0: Right there. Okay. Oh, okay. well, I was yeah, like, a I idea. want to sit on the floor. Right over there. there
1: you right over there. I think that's me. Right. Okay. All right. What? Okay. Okay. Hi, No, you're all good. Oh,
2: no, no I've never no, seen him again. No. Good morning. Good morning. We're all in. Seven we're all in. We're all uh, in. We're all in. That's great.
1: Uh, when and how did this idea just state
0: and how did it all come together? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You do it. No, you do
3: it. Um, you know, uh, uh, we were... Chris and I have collaborated on a bunch of stuff. We've known each other for a very long time. And when this opportunity came about to to create a whole new like buffy verse, he was like, we have to do this together. Because I don't remember half of what happened in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I need Chris, who written and revisited all of it, to make sure that I look like I actually know what I'm talking about. So <laughs>
4: You know more about what you're talking about than you want to let on. No, uh, we were, you know, we were talking to, uh, we found out that, that Audible had these rights. Uh, we were talking to Lydia, who was our exec there, and uh, and I said, look, the way to make this work, the only way to make this work, is if Amber is involved.
3: Because I can make um, phone calls to right. all the cast, and I did, for three years running. We did this pre-COVID. Yeah. Like, we started this three years ago, at least. And Emma Caulfield would call me, Benson. Is this happening, Benson? What is this happening? Six was like, Benson, is this happening? I'm going out of town. Do I? Can I go out of town? Is this happening?
4: Um. It, it was such a, a constant, um, constant focus on making sure everybody understood that we were trying to create something where everybody could feel uh, happy about what we were doing, that everybody wanted to be there. And like, like I said, the only way that people were going to feel like they wanted to be there was if they had the trust. Uh,
5: Misplaced.
3: Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, yeah, actually, she's troubled. Go ahead. That sorry. actually brings me to a follow-up question, pretty much for both of you, but primarily uh, Amber. How does it feel to have the ability to control and empower Tara's story in a way that, like, may, and and how much do you take her initial family background trauma yeah yeah into this split that we're hearing
3: so uh what's really fun about the show which is you know slayer is an audible original <laughs> podcast um i get in it in every interview you do, it's like, you do. It's like my, so good and my every boyfriend time you and say I it i'm like damn <laughs> <It's like, laughs> you gotta get it in there um that sounded naughty sorry <laughs> sorry sorry um
4: always so, so. always Always you have to go there. Go ahead.
3: I know. So because this Tara is an alternate universe <clears throat> Tara, a lot of the, the things that Tara and other other incarnations, things she she might have experienced don't apply. So it gave us sort of a freedom to like, well, what would, what would Tara be like had she come of age in this day and time and had these relationships with Cordelia and with Anya? And I think for me to just have her...
6: Alive
3: it makes me very emotional. They gave me Kleenex before I came, <laughs> but it like it makes me really emotional that like this this character that maybe didn't have the best ending in previous incarnations gets her due. And the thing that was really really important to me is that there is a goodness in her and, a, and a, like a kindness and an empathy. And I wanted to make sure that that was always the baseline, even when we did bananas bananas dark things with her because I know that for the for the fandom like maintaining the integrity of who she is as a person was really really important so you know I would get up and, and go to do the scenes and Chris and our other co-director Casey Whalen would be like okay Benson remember <laughs> you got it in Get into the dark. I'm like, but I don't want to be mean.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she, she says she doesn't want to be mean, but she relished every time she was able to. Do well,
3: I mean, when you're working with Juliet Landau, and she looks at you when wanting to do naughty things to you, your character, not to you, to your character. <laughs> I mean, geez, Louise, like, it was very like. That was also the best part was we were all in a room together recording, except for Tony Head, who was in the UK, and uh, Danny Strong was here in New York. And Juno Dawson was in the UK so it was sort of like we had that that them like and we recorded them previously so that we could feed them into the big group um, so we but like, we had
4: Tony live while yeah. we while we were in the studio Tony yeah. was live from London which is yeah. amazing
3: yeah but to, to be able to look each other in the eye and like have a real emotional as I'm doing now with all of you <laughs> um, it, it, I think it, it's why this works and it's so good
0: given that it's a, a multiversal story um, is there any opportunity that we're going to see or hear characters
4: interact with themselves? Is that any? Is that <laughs> um, well, you know, here's, here's the number one thing I would say is that uh, the show has done incredibly well in its launch. Um, but that doesn't guarantee that we'll be able to continue. So I think we want to make sure that the fan base is really vocal about wanting more. We certainly want to do more, and we have had conversations about all kinds of potential uh, <laughs> things that we might we might see. Okay, I have a follow-up <laughs> related. So alternate characters implies a multiverse. Yeah. Might we see more than one universe of familiar characters in this? Uh, you mean more than the two? That yeah, we work yeah, with. more than the two. Um, I mean, I think anything is possible. Yeah. We haven't really discussed that possibility, but right now I think that...
3: Uh, we're pro-multiverse theory. Yeah,
4: we're pro-multiverse theory, um, <laughs> although I feel like we spent this whole uh, round mm-hmm. focused on building this reality right. and leaving us in a place where this reality has become, at least for the time period, uh, the, the playground we're playing with. Okay. That said, you never know. Okay. But
6: I, I like where you're thinking. So can you talk about the fandom and, you know, the continued support and what that means to you? Because I feel like it's it just continues to grow and it just stays so strong. We have the best fans,
3: and I'll fight all the other fandoms. <laughs> we have the smartest, most empathetic...
4: Most attractive. Most attractive.
3: (laughs) I mean the the charitable like the, the, the the way like our fans come together to like support people and do charitable work. Like and they've they've the fandom has like brought people together. People are married and have families because of the fandom. I mean it's incredible. But Chris and I specifically with this, this was about servicing the fandom and making sure that the story that we told while kind of playing in a new a new sandbox, boy, this playground sandbox metaphor. <laughs> is yeah, yeah. Is we, we, the, the sag after strike makes a lot of this very hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want to be very yeah, very respectful yeah. of the rules. So it's a sandbox playground. The yeah. metaphor is just gonna have to. Um, but uh, we also we wanted to be really empathetic about like how some of th- some things can in other incarnations. You know,
7: the Anya character Cordelia.
3: We wanted to, and Tara. We wanted to like to give the fandom closure on things and, and, and make things better. We wanted to make things nicer.
4: You know, I just to add to that, I feel like um, the fans, this fandom in particular, uh, is so engaged with the people who made yeah. this story, and uh, in, a, in a way that's above and beyond, I think, a lot of other fandoms that are more interested in the world and the characters, I think. Here, it's all one and the same. And so our hope also was that this would be, in a way, sort of healing for the fans as much as it is for for everybody involved.
3: Thank
4: you
6: guys so much. Thank you so much. I see a lot of familiar faces. (laughs) Good morning! Good
0: morning! Good morning! We're <laughs> all right? yeah, in. We're all in. We're all in. That's uh, uh, great. Uh, when and how did this idea just state and how did it all come together? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You do it.
6: No, you do
3: it. Um, you know, uh, uh, we were... Chris and I have collaborated on a bunch of stuff. We've known each other for a very long time. And when this opportunity came about to to create a whole new like buffy verse, he was like, We have to do this together. Because I don't remember half of what happened in the show. <laughs> and I need Chris, who written revisited all of it, to make sure that I look like I actually know what I'm talking about. So <laughs>
4: You know more about what you're talking about than you want to let on no (laughs) Uh, we were you know we were talking to uh we found out that that audible had these rights Uh, we were talking to lydia who was our exec there and uh and i said look the way to make this work the only way to make this work is if amber is
3: involved because i can make Um, phone calls to all the cast and i did for three years running we did this pre-covid yeah like we started this three years ago at least and Emma Caulfield would call me, Benson. Is this happening, Benson? What is this happening? Six was like, Benson, is this happening? I'm going out of town. Do I? Can I go out of town? Is this happening?
4: Um. It, it was such a, a constant, um, constant focus on making sure everybody understood that we were trying to create something where everybody could feel uh, happy about what we were doing, that everybody wanted to be there. And like like I said, the only way that people were going to feel like they wanted to be there was if they had the trust. uh, Misplaced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's troubled. Go ahead. That
5: actually brings me to a follow-up question pretty much for both of you, but primarily uh, Amber. How does it feel to have the ability to control and empower Tara's story in a way that, like, and and how much do you take her initial family background trauma? yeah into this split that we're hearing
3: so uh what's really fun about the show which is you know slayer is an audible original podcast um i get in it in in every interview you do It's, like, you do. it's like my, so
4: good and my every boyfriend time you say it, it i'm like damn <laughs> <It's like, laughs>
3: you gotta get it in there um that sounded naughty sorry <laughs> sorry sorry um always so, so. always
4: Always you have to go there. Go ahead.
3: I know. So because this Tara is an alternate universe <clears throat> Tara, a lot of the, the things that Tara and other other incarnations, things she she might have experienced don't apply. So it gave us sort of a freedom to like, well, what would, what would Tara be like had she come of age in this day and time and had these relationships with Cordelia and with Anya? And I think for me to just have her... Be alive. It makes me very emotional. They gave me Kleenex before I came, <laughs> but it like it makes me really emotional that like this this character that maybe didn't have the best ending in previous incarnations gets her due. And the thing that was really really important to me is that there is a goodness in her and a, and a, like a kindness and an empathy. And I wanted to make sure that that was always the baseline, even when we did bananas bananas dark things with her mm-hmm. because I know that for the for the fandom like maintaining the integrity of who she is as a person was really really important so you know I would get up and, and go to do the scenes and Chris and our other co-director Casey Whalen would be like okay Benson remember <laughs> you got it in Get into the dark. I'm like, but I don't want to be mean.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she, she says she doesn't want to be mean, but she relished every time she was able to. Do well,
3: I mean, when you're working with Juliet Landau, and she looks at you, when wanting to do naughty things to you, your character, not to you, to your character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez, Louise, like, it was very like. That was also the best part was we were all in a room together recording, except for Tony Head, who was in the UK, and uh, Danny Strong was here in New York. And Juno Dawson was in the UK so it was sort of like we had that that them like and we recorded them previously so that we could feed them into the big group um, so we, but like, we had
4: Tony live while yeah. we, while we were in the studio Tony yeah. was live from London which is yeah. amazing
3: yeah but to, to be able to look each other in the eye and like have a real emotional as I'm doing now with all of you <laughs> um, it, it, I think it, it's why this works and it's so good
0: given that it's a, a multiversal story um... Is there any opportunity that we're going to see or hear characters interact with themselves?
4: Is that any? Is that <laughs> um, well, you know, here's, here's the number one thing I would say is that uh, the show has done incredibly well in its launch. Um, but that doesn't guarantee that we'll be able to continue, so I think we want to make sure that the fan base is really vocal about wanting more. We certainly want to do more. And we have had conversations about all kinds of potential uh, things that we might, we might see. Yeah, okay, I have a follow-up. It's related.
6: So alternate characters
0: implies a multiverse.
4: Might we see more than one universe of familiar characters in this? Uh, you mean more than the two? Yeah, yeah more than the two. Um, I mean, I think anything is possible. We haven't really discussed that possibility, but right now I think that...
3: Uh, we're pro-multiverse theory. Yeah,
4: we're pro-multiverse theory, um, <laughs> although I feel like we spent this whole uh, round mm-hmm. focused on building this reality right. and leaving us in a place where this reality has become, at least for the time period, uh, the, the playground we're playing Okay. That said, you never know.
6: Okay. But I, I like where you're thinking. So can you talk about the fandom and, you know, the continued support and what that means to you? Because I feel like it's it just continues to grow and it just stays so strong. We have the best fans, and I'll fight all the other fandoms.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have the smartest, most empathetic...
4: Most attractive. Most attractive.
3: I mean the the charitable like the, the, the the way like our fans come together to like support people and do charitable work. Like and they've they've the fandom has like brought people together. People are married and have families because of the fandom. I mean it's incredible. But Chris and I specifically with this, this was about servicing the fandom and making sure that the story that we told while kind of playing in a new a new sandbox. Boy, this playground sandbox... Metaphor. <laughs> yeah, we, we, the, the sag after strike makes a lot of this very hard. We mm-hmm. yes. want to be very yeah, respectful yeah. of the rules. So it's a sandbox playground. The yeah. metaphor is just going to have to... Um, but uh, we also, we wanted to be really empathetic about like how some of th- some things ended in other incarnations. You know, the Anya character, Cordelia, we wanted to, and Tara, we wanted to, like to give the fandom closure on things and, and, and make things better. We wanted to make things nicer.
4: You know, I just to add to that, I feel like um, the fans, this fandom in particular, uh, is so engaged with the people who made yeah. this story and uh, in, a, in a way that's above and beyond, I think, a lot of other fandoms that are more interested in the world and the characters, I think. And here, it's all one and the same. And so our hope also was that this would be, in a way, sort of healing for the fans as much as it is for, for,
3: all of us. for everybody
4: involved. So. So
3: thank you guys so much. Thank you so
6: much. I see a lot of familiar faces. <laughs> uh, did he grab his card? Go in that way. Be famous. <laughs> Oh,
3: <laughs> 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 <And> so, <laughs> I'm going this way. We love each other and go we're, we're, right. okay. so we're going here. <laughs> <Okay. top>. okay. <laughs> you just
8: send her that, way. we're going coffee. Yep. Okay. Just take a seat. Yeah. Okay. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good to meet you. I guess this I
0: don't know, know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm
1: Charisma. Nice Hi. to meet you. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Never heard of these, sorry. Excuse me. Hey, Paul. Hold section. Great.
0: (laughs) All right. I guess I'll ask a question. Uh, So, to be coming back all these years later and playing uh, uh, Cordelia—Jesus Christ! My brain went blank there for a second. Uh, (laughs) Is it? Is it? uh, What's it like coming back 20 years later and uh, and doing that?
1: Wild. It was. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. It was emotional. It was emotional. A lot of us were emotional. Wicked emotional for so many reasons. It was just really. And it was weird because it was in some
8: ways familiar, and then in other ways completely different, um, because the time gap and the actual character is different you know there's been all this time and now she's a slayer so but she's also got to hold on to the you know all the things that we know and love about cordelia that made her unique to her so that it took a minute to get to get yeah, to get rhythm. on to get the yeah. rhythm and to put our you know it was familiar sure. shoes but like i had to break in. can i follow yeah.
5: up on that because that was actually we are getting with cordelia not Cordy, because i don't want to trigger her that we've been waiting for for a long time How did you dig into remaking the character while still keeping, like, Courtney who is who she is? Like, her sense of humor, her her approach to things. How did you manage
8: to bring those two together? I mean, I'm an actor which, you know, you're always sort of second-guessing it or doing the Monday morning quarterback, you know, oh, I should have done it like this, and oh, that's what that line sounded like. But... I think it was just really relying on the directors, uh, Christopher Golden and Casey Wayland and Amber Benson, to really, re- like, how is this coming across, how am I occurring, is it correct, is it in, in line with what's on the page and your vision, am I okay? So there's a bit of neuroses involved, and I think just having an incredibly trustworthy support group of fellow actors and directors to sort of you know, I like this, this works, keep going in that direction, um, I was able to kind of find it. I, I hope it, it It was amazing. I mean, I think
5: it's amazing. So, but
6: (laughs) I love
8: working (laughs) with journalists that actually are fans of their shows. They get it. It means a lot to us. Yeah, literally
6: like just
8: as snarky, but like even more badass so I feel at 53 that
5: <laughs> that's about where I'm at you know I'm just
8: I'm kind of telling that Kim saying? Cattrall I don't want to be anywhere for more than mm-hmm. in, at two minutes where I don't want to be whatever the phrase is just sort of I kind of was thinking of that like her like we've got a job to do business to t- take care of there's a right. mission to be done yes no yeah you know just sort of uh, I feel like, personally, I'm a bit mm-hmm. of a, I'm a natural leader, but I feel, um, you know, how to put that in Cordelia terms is maybe not the way that I would do it. So, um, it, it, it's a process. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, yeah, oh, it's true. Did you find, like coming to it doing just audible obviously not live acting was there a different approach to it I know Amber said you guys recorded together yes we did. Did you find that a lot easier to sort of slip into things I don't
1: know how I would have done it I don't think I could, I could I we think couldn't we could have done, done, that done it in isolation that. no
8: we we feed off of each other you know but we shoot each other look I found myself like I'm 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 doing the scene with you I'm looking <laughs> at you you're looking at me we're acting we just have where you just have to stand still in front of a microphone, very right. still, right. And keep our heads. And just at and, a certain distance
7: you know, from the a mic, com- you know.
8: It's, it's a skill it's, set. It's, yeah. it's a brand new skill set. It's a new medium. Yeah. And I'm appreciative because it just, you know, makes me more uh, diverse. I it. I you know, it. as an actor. And yeah. and increases our range yeah Um, it's definitely a skill set
1: and uh as as soon as we were done well every day that I left there I was like I can't wait to get back yeah into the studio and do this and also really refreshing to have it not be about my face you know what I mean like it's not about what I look like right now yeah I don't have to like I can it's just it's just just this it's just the voice it's just knowing lines it's just being able to convey an emotion and that's it no go ahead and how did you manage to do this duality with your voice Anya and Yanka are two clearly different mm. characters. There's a third mean, one, but you guys haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> oh, spoiler!
8: Um, did you take a voice? Did you have a voice coach ever? Have you ever done that? No. Uh, How did you do it? How did you find <laughs> it? <laughs> um, it's all natural. Uh,
1: well, I mean, I had I had some experience, obviously, with the first two. Yeah. It's just like keep you know keeping your voice warm. Um, you know. Drinking teas, like keep keeping your throat open. It sounds really perverted, but <laughs> keep your throat open, ladies. Uh, yeah, it's so that, and then the third one, uh, that was completely spontaneous. Like I had, I had heard it differently. Um, I prepared something different for when we got to it, um, and then I was like, oh, actually, wait a minute. I have this. St- I just wait. Can I just try this? real quick um, and it was ridiculous and wild and very hard on my voice especially for you know Anyanka and this this char- this ver- this character yes. to put them together and then come back up to the high you know like it was a a lot. I don't know how I did it. It was oh, exhausting, yeah. and we're amazing, and I was sweating like hot yoga. Um, and I'm dying to hear it, honestly. I'm so I'm so pumped so, to hear what that crazy sounds like. To feed off of
6: that a little bit, is there anything that either one of you found you were surprised to learn about yourselves kind of going into this new medium of doing everything audio versus acting on the screen? I'm flexible and yeah,
8: adaptable, yeah, mm-hmm. and I can do when I I'm being trusted yeah. to with my expertise and given the freedom to perform, I can deliver, and that was very reassuring. Uh, yeah, what she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the, some of the more exciting ways that Slayer Cordelia is different from the ones we've come to adore?
8: I'm sorry, what's the question? What are some of the
0: ways that Slayer Cordelia is different from the one's yeah, fan? So come many to the ways. Dark? She's so
8: very different. She's darker, heavier, the weight of the world, um, embattled, um, emotionally worn and torn, and yet hopeful and strategic and thoughtful about uh, <laughs> knowing that she needs help, mm. which I think maybe the former version was less inclined to do or lean into the Scooby game or the friends aspect. I think after trying to do this for so long, she realizes, yeah, I'm gonna need a team. I'm gonna need help. And I think that's a metaphor for life.
6: Yeah. Thank you. That's nice,
8: yeah.
5: All right, I think we're about to wrap up. Um, we've probably time
0: for one more quick question. Okay. So, given that this is a multiversal story, and I love the idea that there's infinite numbers of your character across the multiverse, if this were to continue on, would you <laughs> like to explore that? Would you, what what alternate versions of your characters would you like to see maybe brought to life in the future?
8: Uh. I'm just going to step in real quick and just say I'm really excited to explore this version as a Slayer. I personally love to kick ass, I want to play a character that kicks ass, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. I want those challenges and even though we don't physically see her, I enjoyed so much doing our efforts. Do you remember that yeah, day yes. when we had to do all of our efforts? Uh, okay, yeah. now you're getting punched in the stomach. Ugh. Yeah. You know, like all the different ways. It's hysterical but yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I, th- I think and it'd you're be laughing. fun. I,
1: I think you know, if Anya was running a fight club of some kind, I I would absolutely get on board with that. I think I think there's a lot of. What uh, about the magic? There's a lot
8: of. Yeah, I think we got No, this.
1: I think, uh, no, I know, I, I don't know. It feels like I'm going back yeah, okay. to do that. She's still afraid yeah. of bunnies. <laughs> uh, they don't explore
9: that. <laughs> 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 all right, thank you guys. Thank you, know baby. Body. Deliberately. All right, sorry.
1: Yeah, okay. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 Hello what are doing? Hi, I'm Charisma. Nice to meet you.
8: Hi guys. Nice to meet
0: you. Never heard of you. Sorry. Excuse
8: me. It's awful section
1: some of you Okay. All right. Great. Hey.
0: All right, I guess I'll ask a question. Uh so to be coming back all these years later and playing uh uh Ordelia, Jesus Christ, I my mean, <laughs> brain went blank there for a second. Uh, <laughs> is it, is it, uh, what's it like coming back 20 years later and, uh, and doing
1: that? It's wild. It was surreal, it was beautiful,
8: it was emotional.
1: It was emotional, a yeah, lot of us were emotional. emotional. For so many reasons, it was just really And It was weird because be it was in some
8: ways familiar yeah. and then in other ways completely different um, because the time gap and the actual character is different you know there's been all this time and now she's a slayer so but she's also got to hold on to the you know all the things that we know and love about cordelia that made her unique to her so that it took a minute to get to get to get on to get the rhythm and put our you know it was familiar shoes but like i had to break them in can i follow up
6: on that
5: because that was actually we are getting the cordelia not cordy because i don't
8: want to trigger her
5: that we've been waiting for for a long time how did you dig into remaking the character while still keeping, like, Portia, who is who she is, like her sense of humor, her yes. her approach to things? How did you manage to bring those two together? I mean,
8: I'm an actor which, you know, you're always sort of second-guessing it or doing the Monday morning quarterback, you know, oh, I should have done it like this, and oh, that's what that line sounded like. Yeah. But... I think it was just really relying on the directors, uh, Christopher Golden and Casey Wayland and Amber Benson to really re- like how is this coming across, how am I occurring, is it correct, is it in in line with what's on the page and your vision, am I okay? So there's a bit of neuroses involved and I think just having an incredibly trustworthy support group of fellow actors and directors to sort of you know, I like this. This works. Keep going in that direction. Um, I was able to kind of find it. I, I hope it, it, it was, was. It was amazing. I mean, apparent. I think
5: it's amazing. So, but you know, <laughs> super fan, I but love
8: working <laughs> with journalists that actually are fan fans of their shows. They get yeah, it. Nice. It means a lot but to us. Yeah. Thank you. Literally, like
5: just as snarky, but like even more badass
8: so <laughs> I feel at 53 that <laughs> that's about where I'm at you know I'm just I'm kind of telling that Kim Cottrell I don't want to be anywhere for more than in, at two minutes where I don't want to be whatever the phrase is just sort of I kind of was thinking of that like her like we've got a job to do business to t- take care of there's a right. mission to be done yes no yeah you know just sort of uh, I feel like, personally, I'm a bit mm-hmm. of a... I'm a natural leader, but I feel, um, you know, how to put that in Cordelia terms is maybe not the way that I would do it. So, um, it, it, it's a process.
6: <laughs> it's, it's, it's
8: yeah, oh, it's true.
0: Did you find, like coming to it doing just audible obviously not live acting was there a different approach to it I know Amber said you guys recorded together yes did, did you find that a lot easier to sort of slip into things I don't know
1: how I would have done it I don't think I could, I could I don't we couldn't could have done, done, that done it in
8: isolation that. Mm-hmm. no we, we feed off of each other you know. but we shoot and each other. Look, I found myself like I'm 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 doing the scene with you. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. We're acting. We just have we just have to stand still in front of a microphone, Very right. still. Right. Keep our heads right. and just because a certain distance from mic, a com- you know. It's, it's a skill set. It's, yeah. it's a brand new skill set. It's a new medium yeah. and I'm appreciative because it just, you know, makes me more uh, diverse, I it. I you know, it. as an actor and, yeah. and increases
1: our range yeah Um, it's definitely a skill set and uh as as soon as we were done well every day that i left there i was like i can't wait to get back yeah into the studio and do this and also really refreshing to have it not be about my face you know what i mean like it's not about what i look like right now yeah i don't have to like i can it's just, it's just it's just this it's just the voice it's just knowing lines it's just being able to convey an emotion and that's it. No, go ahead. And how did you manage to do this duality with your voice?
8: Anya and Yanka are two clearly different mm. characters. There's
1: a third one, made. but
8: you guys haven't gotten
1: there yet. Spoiler.
8: <laughs> um, did you take a voice? Did you have a voice coach ever? Have you ever done that? No. Uh, How did you do it?
1: How did you find it? It's all natural. Uh, Well, I mean, I had I had some experience, obviously, with the first two. Yeah, it's just like keep you know keeping your voice warm, Um, you know, drinking teas, like keep keeping your throat open. Sounds really perverted, but keep your throat open, ladies. Uh, Yeah, so that and then the third one uh, that was completely spontaneous like I had I had heard it differently um, I had prepared something different for when we got to it um, and then I was like oh actually wait a minute I have this I just wait can I just try this real quick um, and it was ridiculous and wild and very hard on my voice especially for you know Anjana and this this char- this ver- this character yes. to put them together and then come back up to the high you know like it was a, a lot I don't know how I did it it was exhausting and we're amazing and I was sweating like hot yoga um, and I'm dying to hear it honestly I'm so I'm so pumped so, to, to hear what that crazy sounds like to feed
6: off of that a little bit is there anything that either one of you found you were surprised to learn about yourselves kind of going into this new Medium of doing everything audio versus so acting on the screen. I'm flexible and yeah, adaptable, yeah. Mm-hmm.
8: and I can do what when I I'm being I trusted yeah. to with my expertise and given the freedom to perform, I can deliver, and that was very reassuring. Uh, yeah, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what are the, some of the more exciting ways that Slayer Cordelia is different from the ones we've come to adore?
8: I'm sorry, what's the question? What are some of the ways that
0: Slayer Cordelia is different from the ones fans So many to ways. She's
8: so very different. She's darker, heavier, the weight of the world, um, embattled, um, emotionally worn and torn, and yet hopeful and strategic and thoughtful about uh, knowing that she needs help, which I think maybe the former version was less inclined to do or lean into the Scooby game or the friends aspect. I think after trying to do this for so long, she realizes, yeah, I'm gonna need a team. I'm gonna need help. And I think that's a metaphor for life. Thank you. That's nice yeah. All right, I think we're about to wrap up. We probably have time for one more quick question.
0: So given that this is a multiversal story, and I love the idea that there's infinite numbers (laughs) of your character across the multiverse, if this were to continue on, would you (coughs) like to explore that? what, What alternate versions of your characters would you like to see maybe brought to life in the future?
8: Uh... I'm just gonna step in real quick and just say I'm really excited to explore this version as a Slayer. I personally love to kick ass, I want to play a character that kicks ass, I wanted to be Wonder Woman, I want those challenges. And even though we don't physically see her, I enjoyed so much doing our efforts. Do you remember yeah, that day when we had to do all of our efforts? Uh, okay, yeah. now you're getting punched in the stomach. Ugh. Yeah. You know, like all the different <laughs> ways. It's hysterical and funny, yeah, and it's ridiculous. I, I, th- I think it would be laughing. fun. I,
1: I think you know if, if Anya was running a fight club of some kind. I I would absolutely get on board with that. I think I think there's a lot of what uh, about the magic? There's a lot of. Yeah, I think we got. No, go. I think uh, no, I know. I, I don't know. It feels like I'm going back. Okay, to do that. She's still afraid of no. bunnies. <laughs> uh, they don't explore that.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thank you, thank baby. Deliberately? sorry.
2: <laughs> okay.
9: Okay. Yeah. Here we go.
5: Great. Right. All right.
9: You know, James, the interviews are going well when they want a, a picture with you. I know, right? Yeah. Because if it didn't go well, I'd be like, man, thank bro. you. Later. <laughs> Goodbye. Jesus. I'm sorry, who are you? Get that asshole out of here. Right. Yeah. We don't even know who we are anymore.
2: <laughs> don't you know who I used to be? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Don't you know who I never was? Uh, I guess I'll... If it, um, <laughs> with, with, so this is
0: a story where you're stepping into a character 20 years after left it and it's a little time hoppy in the sense that it's also 10 years after the story set 10 years after you left it so do you have to keep reminding yourself like okay it's it's the year 2013 like what what is that process for you
9: yeah this is the weird thing like um the the uh the pandemic hit and suddenly I had no way to make money and I got two kids in college you know (laughs) and so I reached out to cameo and started doing doing cameos for people and it, it struck me because a lot of people were requesting that I do the do it as spike. And I started doing that and I was like I get to play spike again. I haven't <laughs> done this for a while. So I was already kind of warmed up to doing it. As far as as far as being placed in 2013, that is that's not hard because it's just it's the world that you're stepping into. It's a world that's already been built. And, and reinforces itself, the script reinforces itself that way, so it's not something that I had to remember, it was just kind of provided for me, and I just, it's kind of there. Yeah. I have a quick
0: question. How, how do you see Spike? Hero, villain, something in between?
6: Um,
9: hero. Hero? You know, yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think um, once he got a soul, and realized how much damage he had been doing and and, and decided to try to, to do differently, knowing he couldn't make up for all the damage he did. Um, I think he was pretty well uh, put on a path toward at least trying to be a good guy. Now, whether he is, whether he can actually pull that off He's at least trying to do that.
6: Yeah. And when he
2: can't, that's where Clem comes in. There we in. go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So,
6: so how much fun was it for you guys to be able to step into oh, that Oh, such again? a headache. Ah, I was <laughs> miserable. I can't stand being next to
2: this dude. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. It was so good. I, mean, I can't it was even great. imagine
6: what some of the outtakes it was, would have been. <laughs> it was one of the best <laughs> weeks.
2: You know, I left this business a long time ago. I work in video games now, and um, performed here and there doing yeah. some stuff. But this was like it was like coming home. It really was. It felt it was so much fun and by the time the week was over I was like when when, when can we do this again? Yeah.
9: I would like to do this next week now, please. Can I we was like throwing all these ideas about <laughs> this oh, yeah. is how we pick the story up guys for the next yeah. season and this, how season about season this season idea and what do we do for that I, yeah, yeah. I would Yeah it was so, and it was, I feel
2: like, you know, everybody just had such a fun time and getting to watch everybody work and take these characters in new and different directions and Charisma and Amber and Emma and watching them and Juliet and just
9: Leia and just watching them just freaking
2: and you of course but just just go yeah, like Like incredible.
9: Spike was a role like usually I get a role and it takes me a little rehearsal if it's theater and a little a couple of days filming if it's film to really start to learn to drive that car. Mm. And some, some characters come easier than others. But with Spike, day one, I was like, oh, there's a shift on that. Oh, I know where the brakes are. Let's go around this corner. Like, it would just fit me so well. And that's true with you. It's true with the whole cast. We're just we were cast by some people who knew what they were doing. And so when we got back together, we're all playing roles that fit us like a club. And so it's just like it's this effortless kind of oh I know how to do it. like so we could just we just like start acting that's all good and then we're like and how are you? Doing? I don't, oh you know? and, and we were just having fun it was just fun it's like an old
2: pair of chucks you used to wear and you found in the back of the closet one day
9: and they still fit great yeah I mean I'm not pulling you a shoe or anything I'm just and saying maybe maybe a little know. saggy it may be <laughs> you know, a little
5: yes still there you, go. There, you Perfect. go there we go and I actually have a follow-up question to that um, Spike is a character whose demeanor is intrinsically physical. How mm-hmm. did you translate that physicality to just a voice?
2: Um... No, it's a really good question. It's,
9: I, I don't know, it's, I guess it's just in, kind of instinctual uh, because... when uh, James and I come from, we've done a lot of theater. And in theatre, your face is like that big, and your eyes are very little, little tiny. And so your, your job, what you train for is hanging words in the air, in a certain rhythm, in a certain color, and that, all the information about story and character is in the voice. In film, it's exactly the opposite, and you are, you are just throwing your lines away. You're pretty much muttering your lines, and all the information is in the eyes. Uh, and so it was just it, i, I didn 't even really think about it, but it was it was basically trans. knowing that the information about everything is now going to be in the voice, but that was something i we 've done so many times before that it, it didn 't really have to be thought about, but it was definitely uh, uh, an adjustment
0: yeah you mentioned how it was so easy to sort of slip back into it uh, yeah. And for you, James, James, for you, James, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for you, did you find it pretty, like, did anybody sort of come, like, what did you do to prep for You Did come in, like, a costume, sometimes throw the ears
2: on, whatever? You know? uh, I, I tried, well, I found the ears. They, they degraded a bit. Um, and I, I was actually really worried about how my voice would sound without the teeth. Um, uh, and we tried several different types, because uh, they had been... It, i did a dental mold yeah um and i don't know no one knows where those things are right. someone's closet somewhere i have different um, teeth now yeah <laughs> well so do i <laughs> <laughs> just not in a good way um so we no. tried that and i was really worried but i quickly realized that with that much dialogue, there's no way that no, would no, work no, so no, it no. actually came very quickly and the, you know they wrote, Chris and Amber wrote such an amazing script that it just, it didn't even feel like having to knock the, the, the dust off of anything or, you know, the rust, I should say, and it just was, came right in. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I've asked this of a few of the other actors, you know, being that this is a multiversal story, is there a version of your character that you haven't played yet? that you would maybe like in the future to just dip your toe in and, and play a different version?
2: The really good-looking one,
9: you know, <laughs> like me. I wouldn't change a damn thing, and, and and if you ask an actor what they want to do with their character, it's going to be some version of make me look cool. Like what I just said. Every <laughs> damn Right? There it is. And, and so that's why they don't ask us for our opinion on this. Yeah. Because it's just, that's not that interesting. You know, uh, uh, and so yeah, I like I like waiting for Christopher and Amber to come up with a really really good journey, and then yeah. just going with that is that's where it wants to be. Yeah. Could
6: you um, speak about the continued support of the fandom uh, behind? The entire Buffyverse and you know the feedback from this project has been incredible already
2: yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw out real quick it changed my life I can't talk too much about you know right, the um, previous yeah. but it changed my life in ways I never would have imagined 20 years later here we are here I am I never would have thought and it's changed my I've met amazing people fans all over the world the fandom is the reason why we're here the yeah. reason I'm here the only reason I'm here
9: I like I, I meet four-year-olds dressed as Buffy. I meet seventy-year-olds dressed as Buffy. Um, it, it 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 it's it's a property that gets shared down from generations. It's it's not because of digital. It's it's a property that's discovered by young people. It's their discovery, um, and it, it, it. I think that it's because the theme is don't give up. The world hurts, the world is hard, it's a challenge, but it's worth it, so keep going. And it's de- it was originally designed for people who were old enough to realize that the world is massively messed up. Um, and that usually is about 13, 12, 13 years old. You know, that was for me. And when I was that age and I saw that, the, the temptation was to give up. To, to give up on myself, to give up on the world. and And what Buffy is saying is don't do that. Don't give up on yourself. Try to find, in some way, large or small, to help out around here. You know, and in Buffy, it's it's very it's very exciting because it's demons that she's helping out with. You know, um, but for me, uh, it's 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 much smaller. It might be helping someone across the street or putting away a grocery cart or or or, or just being nice to someone. Um, but it's the same thing. We're all trying to save the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I think.
3: That's all that we have to thank. Yes, I'm with
0: the military news.
2: I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. A, sure, yeah, yeah. Happen. I'll get that one. We'd love to have you awesome. talk about yeah, yeah. this.
0: Right. Good. Great. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'll go ahead everyone's
10: name. Your hair is awesome.
0: I don't uh, think so. Much. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Hello. I'm kind of getting to talk a lot. There's two. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Okay. Okay. What about mine, am I, am I doing that? No. I like
10: it, okay. I like it. How long have you had that look? Yeah. A
0: couple years now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something I for form So I'd ask some of the other uh, actors as well, what was it like stepping back into the character? And for you, it was like joining this universe.
10: Um,
7: okay, we'll switch it up. We'll switch it up. <laughs> um, joining this universe was, one, really exciting. I mean, this opportunity came as just like, an email in my inbox one random Tuesday it was super like I had no idea really all that it was going to entail one Um, of course I, I it was a bit before my time too so it was like really coming into a new world and I was very nervous about that I wanted to make sure that one my character would be an addition and like I understood the tone and it was like immediately when I got on the phone with Chris, Amber, and Casey, all those nerves went away. Um, truly like this cast and crew was so welcoming and generous from the very beginning. Um, and then also to play like Indira, who's so badass and so much fun, um, was just like the cherry on top. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been very special.
10: Well, Drusilla is a character who is rife with contradictions, and I've always loved that element of her, because as an actor there's just so many levels to play. Um, She's delicate, but she's powerful. She's sensual, but she's childlike. She's diabolical, but she's innocent. Um, And in, in this particular story it was interesting to me because she was not an appendage and she's not subservient to anyone uh, and she drives a lot of the action. Uh, Drusilla is also a character with huge heart and she's all about love even though she does pretty <laughs> nefarious things and is you know exceedingly damaged. Um, but also, what was interesting is I only two of the actors had I worked with on set before James, of course, and uh, Tony and in in this scene that we had gotten to do, I was straddling him and making out with him on set, so this was a little bit different. <laughs> um, and But everyone else, we had overlapped on set, but never actually interacted in scenes, and so as an actor, that was interesting. And as characters, putting different characters together, uh, Drusilla had never been... With Tara, I call her Tara because of the accent. But with Tara, my, my boo in the, in the toy until James comes back and uh, Spike. And um, and so I had never, and I hadn't worked with Emma before, and I hadn't worked with James Leary before, and Clem and Drusilla I had never been in a room before. And so all of that uh, made, made it interesting, and a new cocktail, if you will, or a new recipe. Is it
5: hard To play someone who is just so constantly,
3: emotionally
10: tortured? (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting, um, (laughs) she is a character that has come from a lot of trauma. Um, and yes, I mean, when you play a character, but there is a balance with Drew that there is uh, a lot of humor as well. Um, but yeah, it's part of your job as an actor that you step into that and then you kind of go, okay, I'm I'm gonna leave that behind. I today actually is the worldwide streaming and blue ray release of my feature film, and it also has a lot of emotion in it, and so that was interesting as a director and an actor, switching between that and sort of being, I'm going to this emotional place, really dark and heavy, and then I'm going to step back and have to be objective and, and deal with the rest of everything. So you learn as an actor how to do that and how to let it go. Some roles stick a little more than that and it takes a little more to shake it off, but yeah, that's part of what I think you know we need to do to have a healthy, healthy balance in life. But that's a great question, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: What's some of the more exciting parts of you being the big bad and Slayers?
10: ooh, well, who doesn't love being the big bad? (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, to get to do things that you would never do in life and to get to behave in certain ways that you would never in life, there's uh, also, with Drusilla in general, there's just such a freedom and abandon in the character. I think it's one of the things that people have always responded to in her. You know, she's unabashed in her sexuality. She's uh, uh, fearless in, 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 in a lot of ways. And so I think... Being the big bad, you get to push that envelope even a, a little bit further, and and in this alternate reality, uh, Drusilla is also uh, more ambitious, so she has more of a, a, a strategy. But you know, sometimes goes a little off course because she doesn't do anything in a straight line. She all, always takes a circuitous route
0: for sure. Thank you.
10: You mentioned um, Drusilla
5: getting to kind of drive the action more this time around, and we have uh, you know. A new Slayer, who's a young woman, and Cordelia becoming more powerful and badass. Was there anything with you know Amber's uh, co-creation of this
10: universe that was like special and unique really for you both to have a woman as co-creator of what you're creating? Well, I think it's so wonderful to have women, you know, and men, and all, you know, to have uh, varied voices uh, and to get to investigate those varied viewpoints and voices and so absolutely absolutely
7: completely it it, sometimes it can shift an entire experience just having that sort of understanding that comes from having another female in the booth you know And she was so wonderful, like I said from the beginning, Um, welcoming me into this world with open arms. One, Um, and even like in the recording booth, there were certain conversations that I felt I was able to have, like simply with Amber, just because there were things that she understood that you can't really, like, you can't put a price on that type of. you know, that type of feeling and comfort that you can get in a workspace, especially with me being so young and coming into this new world, I, it's something I really appreciate.
0: Actually, with you stepping into this role, obviously, storied franchise, a lot of history, yes. we'll just say... Did you do a lot of preparation, research to get ready for this opportunity? She only
7: had a month, apparently. I just learned that she only had only a month. You only had a month? I only had a month. It was really quick. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. learned that over there. <laughs> 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 she came in completely like I got. That. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was a very quick turnaround. Um, so I, I did not have too much time. Um, but, again, that's why... Our directors and writers were just so lovely from the beginning. It's always strange coming into any new world as an actor and playing a certain character. You want to have the time to create your backstory and be able to build that. Um, and the fact that there was this comfort and also feeling of no pressure at the same time, they put a heavy emphasis on making sure that I was able to bring what I wanted to bring. Oh yes, and also have fun. Thank
1: Thank
6: you. you. Thank you. Thank you so Uh, much. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.